Hello and welcome to this episode of the Retail Is Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Morgan, joined once again and as always by Kylie Ross-Seibert. Well, it is June and that means only one thing. It is Pride Month. So we have Christian Strange with Harbor on the show today. Uh, We're going to talk about what Harbor is, their mission, and of course, what Pride Month is. Christian, welcome. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about Harbor? Um, Acronym, I'm assuming. Yeah, sure. Um, well, Harbor, uh, it stands for Hampton Roads Business Outreach. Um, and the, the name was chosen for a number of reasons, but not the least of which is the fact that, you know, here in Hampton Roads, we are famous for our harbor. And so it was a nice play on words. Um, and uh, Harbor was, um, was established as Virginia's first LGBT Chamber of Commerce uh, back in 2006 by, uh, I think it was 30 um, either business owners or LGBT professionals in the area. Uh, many of them had relationships with the, um, the Hampton Roads Chamber of Commerce and other business groups, but really wanted to uh, set that focus uh, on the LGBT community because there was, uh, at the time, a perceived um, underrepresentation of uh, gay and lesbian business owners in the area. Uh, there are well, even back in 2006, there, there were a, a large number of LGBT-owned businesses, but there wasn't really anybody out there um, helping them connect with other business groups, to advocate for them, and to just, um, you know, help celebrate and bring, bring business their way. So when then um, the focus, has it remained the same or is it developed as sort of, you know, social issues have developed as well? Yeah, great question. So uh, in the beginning, uh, the primary focus um, really seemed to be around, uh, I would say, business networking, um, you know, professionals meeting professionals or helping to identify, um, you know, uh, new groups that they could market to. Um, and so there was an event that was called the Harbor Open, because, you know, we were open for business. Um for everybody. Uh, the Harbor Open was a was a networking function and every month we would get together typically at a member business uh, and we would um, we would all in some cases you know just go in and in some cases cram in tiny little offices uh, but uh, we you know it was a chance to 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 see somebody's business to be introduced to the owner who always had a chance to talk about their their company um, Uh, A lot of times there would be somebody sponsoring, you know, food or beverages and they would get a chance to talk. Um, Very similar today to what we're used to networking um, fund, but in 2006, you know, nothing, nothing existed like, like this, where it was primarily focused on LGBT, LGBT business. Um, Now, over the years, that has changed a lot. We, we still do the networking events and people love them. Um, but now we are doing uh, uh, more awesome things. Uh, so one is we do a, an LGBT um, business enterprise certification program. Uh, it's very similar to um, maybe a certification or something like that. And that's in partnership with the NGLCC, which is the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce. Uh, NGLCC partners with all of the other, um, uh, what, what are they called? The... Um, Minority? Yeah, I would say minority or, or affinity LG, um, chambers of commerce. So the um, Asian and African-American and Latino, they all get together. And um, as you're 
uh, you know, everybody's probably pretty familiar with, um, with, you know, SWAM or, you know, minority owned business or women owned businesses, but there's not a certification at the, at the national level for LGBT business owners. Uh, and so that's what we're working on. Um, so we, we do it ourselves. Um, it's a little bit unofficial, but mm -hmm. we're using that as leverage for the second um, kind of new thing that we're doing. And, and that's advocating at the local and the state level. So we meet with elected officials, um, we meet with city managers and we meet with economic development groups to say, hey, what can Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Hampton, Newport News, what can they do to, um, to help drive more business to our LGBT uh, business owners? We've got companies out there uh, who make things, who create things, who ship things, who do all the things that every other business does, but nobody's ever said, you know, let's get some contracts to them. Let's get some RFPs in front of those folks. So that, that's what we're working on. Um, those are some of the biggest things. Uh, and I don't want to spoil any surprises, uh, but uh, you know, we still do events and we have some fun things coming up that uh, maybe we can talk about. Nice. What kind of events have you guys done in the past and hopefully coming up? Yep. So um, before COVID, uh, mm -hmm. so we, we made a, a very big push to expand our, our offerings uh, prior to COVID. Um, and of course, everything got shut down. But one of the most awesome things that we, that we started was a, a diversity, equity, and inclusion training program. Uh, so we, we set up a series of classes uh, that um, people, whether they were members of Harbor or not, people could sign up to join. Um, and we kind of, you know, step one, basic introduction, step two, implementing it in your business and, you know, so forth and so on. Um, and we, we, we set it up as kind of a, a, a certification program. So if you attended all the classes, you would get a certificate that said that you attended our, our DE&I um, program. Um, people ate that up. Uh, we had folks from Dominion Energy, Cox Communications, all the way down to, and I'm making this name up, but like Sally's Cookie Shop. Like everybody mm -hmm. wanted to, to come to that because I think it was just top of mind for a lot of folks. And um, we were, um, you know, hashtag free. So that was also attractive because a lot of a lot of consultants will, will offer these programs to companies at a very high cost. So we mm -hmm. were offering it, uh, you know, free to, to um, our members and Retail Alliance members and, and other folks in the community. Um, really, really sad news is um, the woman who helped put, who put that together, her name was Julie Woodard with Woodard and Associates, and she passed away from COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out how to, to kind of put, build that back up. Um, we've got a great partnership with um, Aaliyah Slappy Wilson, uh, she, who's in the city of Norfolk. She was also uh, one of the trainers. Uh, so we're, we're going to work with her to kind of bring this back uh, post COVID because it's still important and people still want to talk about it. Um, we've kept up with the, with our networking, of course, although we do that a little differently today, we don't do it every month. Um, it's kind of, um, over the years, uh, anybody who who gathers data or is a data geek like me, um, you understand trends and you know when people attend things and when they don't. So now we have a better idea of the times of year that are more attractive for people to come to events like that, um, and then and and where they want to go. Um, so we still do those, but we put a little twist on them. And so one thing that we've done, and we have uh, this is coming up actually on June twenty second. Um, we've started doing uh, a networking event on the American Rover, the cruise ship that's in downtown Norfolk. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. So, so you come for a cruise. Uh, typically, one of the breweries will sponsor uh, some beverages for everybody, uh, and it's a just a fun, different, you know, kind of venue. And you know, as somebody who puts on events, uh, you know, it's great because your audience is trapped on a boat for an hour and a half. So it's <laughs> super helpful. Captive audience, yes. Yep. yep. So, uh, so we were able to finally get that that scheduled again. So we're going to have that on June twenty second. And then what I'm what I'm super excited about, um, even though this is not a Pride Month event per se, mm -hmm. but on September 18th, we are going to be having, um, uh, I'm not going to say it's the first, but it will be the first in a very long time um, regional Pride event at Bush Gardens uh, on September 18th. So tickets, tickets are going to go on sale next week for that. Uh, we certainly hope to see a lot of our um, LGBTQ brothers and sisters and our allies and friends out there. Um, Bush Gardens is opening the park for us and we're going to have a uh, picnic time and it's going to be just a, a, you know, fantastic event all around. That's great. Is it going to be like a private event at Bush Gardens? No, no, it's, okay. it's perfectly open for, um, for what we're doing. Uh, people will buy tickets through Harbor because we've got, um, we've, you know, we've got a, um, uh, say a special rate <laughs> on the ticket, but we're also doing, uh, a picnic event and some other um, some other things like we're trying to get some entertainment out there that's That'll separate. So the park's open to everybody, but then you'll buy your ticket for our event, you know, through through Harbor. That sounds like a lot okay. of fun. How many people? Yeah, uh, how, what kind of a staff do you have at Harbor? How many people? Uh, well, we are a a working board, mm -hmm. uh, and I believe we are seven members right now. We are in the process of trying to add some additional board members. Um, uh, I am not old, but I am on the higher end of, of the age spectrum. Uh, and I'm also, to be very frank about it, uh, uh, I'm a white guy. And uh, we would like to have some women. We'd like to have some people of color. And we'd like to have some younger voices at the table to help continue moving Harbor forward. We're, we're approaching our 20th year, and we want to um, hit that mark and keep on going. Sounds great. Yeah. I was going to say, so if people were interested, they how do they get hold of? Yeah, super easy. Uh, we are on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash harbor. Uh, also, our website, harbor.org. Um, easy to get in touch with us, send a message, and we will set up a conversation. Right. Oh. Now, I wanted to touch a bit on, you know, the importance of June mm -hmm. um, being Pride Month and I suppose having been in the community yourself for so long, can you share with us sort of your knowledge of why June, why you know why Pride Month in in June, and and how it came to be? Yeah, um, absolutely. And uh, I've I've taken some notes here, so excuse me if I have to look down at uh, at my notes. Um, we we don't we don't memorize these things. Sometimes we have to <laughs> read read the history. Um, but the reason that, that Pride is celebrated in June uh, goes back all the way to uh, June 28th, 1969. Um, that is the, that's the night or the early, early morning that um, police raided a bar in New York City called the Stonewall Inn. Uh, the Stonewall Inn was one of the very few places that um, people who identified as gay or lesbian or, or, or some other uh, well, that's what the cue is, right? Some kind of some other queer identity. Um, they could go and hang out, have a drink, maybe dance with the, you know somebody that they wanted to dance with. 
um, one of the very few places. And oftentimes those, those places got raided by the police because in those days, um, uh, doing things like being a man and presenting yourself as a woman was illegal. Um, you know, two men holding hands was illegal. Um, back in those days in Virginia, it was illegal for a bartender to serve a drink to a known homosexual. So, um, you know, all, all those types of things were, were going around. Um, so that morning, um, about one o'clock in the morning, police raided the bar. Um, a lot of times uh, the, the, bar, the bar employees knew when the police were coming and so they would be prepared. They would click on the bright white lights, everybody would separate. Um, but this particular night, um, it was more of a surprise. Um, the Stonewall Inn was, uh, was owned by the Genovese crime family back in the day. Uh, and uh, the, the crime family um, would pay the police off. And it is widely thought that um, the payment didn't come in time. And so the police were gonna make them pay for that. Um, so there were about 200 people uh, in the Stonewall Inn at that, at that time, that early in the morning. And, um, uh, police, you know, police came in, somebody yelled out, you know, um, you know, run, the police are here. And people, you know, people started running to the, the bathrooms had um, windows and they were trying to jump out the windows, but there was only one door. It was the front door. So there's really no other way out. So, um, so the police took all the patrons that they could um, out, lined them up in front of the bar. And what they did was they separated them by um, perceived gender, because even at that time there were, um, uh, in the common lingo in those days, they, they were called transvestites, but we would probably today say drag queen or maybe even trans, um, transgender. Um, but back in those days, they said transvestite. Uh, but they would separate them by perceived gender. And then the female police officers would um, take the female presenting customers into a bathroom to confirm their gender. And if they were a man, they would be arrested for lewd activity and, you know, and charged. But back in 1969, you didn't just get arrested. Your picture and your name was put in the newspaper and then your employer found out and your family found out and it was, it was really bad. Um, within the community, there is a running joke that that week, Judy Garland had passed away. So everybody was already pissed off. Um, but there was a, uh, a woman named um, Stormy uh, Delavari um, we believe that she was a lesbian uh, who was in the bar that night and she had been handcuffed and thrown in a police van and she looked out the window at the crowd that was uh, out in front of the bar and she just said, why don't you guys do something? And that was like the trigger because before that, nobody did anything. But on this particular night, people got fed up. They got fed up and they, they fought back. Um, I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the 60s, um, you know, across the country, there had been riots of, of different sorts, um, primarily uh, racial riots. Um, but in all cases, generally, the police were able to overpower the crowds and push people back. Uh, on this particular night, um, and I'm using words here that um, are quotes from some of the people who were interviewed, but um, it's, uh, they said that the police dealt with um, similar sorts of riots, but never from the fairies and queens. And it was the first time that the police line had been pushed back. So the crowd won that night. Um, and it really, 
it really, you know, sparked a change and, you know, had kind of brought us to where we are today, but that's why we do it in June. That's why June is pride month. Um, unless this is a little asterisk, unless you're in Palm Springs, Arizona, Florida, where it's really hot in June. So they, they wait until September and do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and I know you, you sort of referenced different terminology here. You said queer, You've you've said transvestites. You've said LGBT. Um, you know, there's been lots of different acronyms. Um, how does that be? And what is you know, for those of us who don't know necessarily the terminology to use, what do you suggest? Um, so that's a that's another great question. Um, first, I'll tell you what I what I don't like. Um, I don't, don't like to hear uh, a mockery made of, you know, the alphabet soup or, you know, oh, it's the A, B, C, D, E, you know, like that, that takes away from the respect that, that people deserve. Um, the, today, um, the common moniker is LGBT or LGBTQ, um, which is a good kind of generalization for the community. Um, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of men and women who just like gay. Uh, sometimes women like lesbian. Um, if you're transgender, you know, transgender is the word. Um, you know, with with respect to also um, you know what uh, what name <clears throat> that that individual uh, chooses to go by. Um, so there's a there's a practice called um, dead naming where um, you know, if somebody was born a male and <clears throat> named Bob and, um, you know, identifies as transgender, uh, identifies as a female and wants to go by Jane, uh, then we say, Jane, we don't use Bob anymore. Like that's, that's, that's rude and it doesn't respect, you know, what she wants. Um, there are some differences though, even within the community and they have to do with, um, with age, with, personal experience and with preference. Um, some people like queer because that kind of encompasses everything. Um, some- um, Kind of like non-binary. And I mean, there's different- just Yeah, and, and so you, you get into, I mean, let's just be, if, if we can just be real honest with each other, um, you know, gay, lesbian, and bisexual has to do with somebody's sexuality. Um, transgender has to do with, you know, somebody's gender identification, um, <clears throat> non-binary, um, that is, that's also a, 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 on the gender spectrum, um, but it's a little bit different than gay and lesbian. So it really just, I think the important thing to do is that if, if you're not sure, ask. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you say, um, uh, I think it's LGBTQ, is that right? You know, it's okay to 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 make sure that you're on the right track, and I think it's very respectful to say, you know, I, I think I know this. I'm going to check with you uh, to see what you know what you think is the right way to do it, and you know, whatever you tell me, like that's what I'm going to do with you. But Kylie, what you would do with me and what you would do with Joey might be different, but right. that's okay because you know you, you and I have a personal relationship, and you know we we treat each other with respect. Right. Yeah, it's good advice. Yeah. Joey, did you? Yeah, I wanted to, uh, what do you guys do for Pride Month um, as Harbor? Um, so that's a tricky one. Um, 
Harbor is, is a, a business organization. Hmm. We're, we're not a pride organization. Um, there is Hampton Roads Pride, which focuses on those specific pride events. So what Harbor does is a lot of support and partnership um, with the other events that are going on. So for, for instance, last weekend, um, there was an event called Pride of the Vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was presented by Chesapeake Bay Distillery and Hampton Roads Pride, but Harbor was a supporter. The LGBT Life Center was a supporter. Um, uh, and that's what we continue to do during Pride Month. Um, okay. Harbor's not a Pride organization, so we don't really put on a lot of Pride-specific events. Although I will say the, um, the first rover cruise that we did uh, was conveniently during Pride Week uh, in 2019. So we kind of did tie that in a little bit, but yeah. unofficially, you know, we didn't say it was. A- so Pride, there is other organizations that, that actually are based around this community besides Harbor, like you were saying, like the, the people who put on the one down at the Vibe, you didn't necessarily get, you supported, but you weren't the organizers of it. So Right. Who is that? Who is that then compared to what you are? Yeah, I love this. I love this. So uh, there's an organization that is called Hampton Roads Pride. Um, their primary focus uh, in the in the past, their primary focus has been on like the one big pride event that we typically would have in June. Um, although last year we didn't have it because of COVID, and this year it's a little bit different because we're coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this year they're they're doing pride events. They're doing it throughout June, and there are I don't know maybe twelve different things. Like for instance, tonight is Pride Night at Harbor Park. Uh, so uh, tickets are thirteen bucks. You go you know see a ball game and you know some support Hampton Roads Pride that way. Um, there's the LGBT Life Center, um, and they generally focus on um, health services, health well health and housing. Um, so they provide uh, medical care and assistance, they provide uh, medicine, uh, they provide mental health services, they provide housing services, and then they also do um, like community uh, functions like, I mean, yoga and youth groups and discussion. I mean, it's, it's very community, you know, based, um, but again, not a pride group, mm-hmm. but they do participate in yeah. the events. Yeah. Um, the, the Transgender Assistance Project, uh, very similar, not a pride organization, supports Hampton Roads Pride, uh, but we all kind of, we all partner together mm-hmm. and, you know, we're all, you know, promoting each other's events or helping to get the word out or, you know, being very supportive of, of each other's uh, functions. Great. Yeah. Yes, you've all got your roles to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So if someone wants to support um, LGBTQ businesses, what do they need to do? How, how could they, uh, how could they do that? Uh, I love that question, Joey. So the first thing would be go to harbor.org uh, and um, on harbor.org, I'm not on the webpage now, but up at the top, there's a business guide and you can just pull up a guide of all of the, um, the known LGBT owned businesses uh, wow. in, the, in the area, as well as ally companies. Mm-hmm. So these would be you know, companies that aren't necessarily LGBT owned, but they, um, they welcome the business, they support it. Uh, and the reason that that's still important today is, um, I you know hate to even have to bring this up, but you know the Colorado cake baker who didn't want to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple, um, that still happens. And so we like to know uh, which which ally businesses you know want to to do business with us. So that's thing number one. 
Um, the other thing is come to come to event, come to a networking function. Uh, you can again harbor.org. You can you can see them posted there, and um, you know get a ticket and, and come. I say get a ticket; they're generally free, but you know get a ticket and come. Um, those are the best ways. And and then you know internally and kind of selfishly, another great way would be if you really want to get involved, uh, join the board. Yeah. Join the board. And to join the board, you you can be an ally. You don't have to necessarily be LGBTQ. That's right. That's right. Okay. We're, we're we're not we're not going to the 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 queer credit file and and, and making sure. So <laughs> that's great. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us? I mean, we've asked all the questions, but, <laughs> but um, I mean, that was really interesting information, especially about you know just where Pride Month came from. Um, yeah, and just what happened up in New York. I think that was, yeah, yeah. It sort of. Yeah. It my and I, I think I think we got a um, uh, a little bit of a, a reset on the calendar. Um, sadly, five years ago uh, in June, uh, there was a massacre at, at Pulse nightclub in Orlando, and um, for a lot of people today, let's just be honest, 1969 is a long time ago. Um, but 2016 and not. And, you know, I think that we, you know, we still recognize that there are challenges to overcome and we're still, you know, fighting some battles that uh, as somebody who's been, you know, out for 25 years, um, it, it surprises me that we're still fighting some of these fights, but, you know, but we are. Um, I wanted to share uh, something that I just learned uh last week, I gave, a, I gave a talk at the Military Sea Lift Command um, Pride event. Um, hmm. Didn't know they had that, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and I found out that um, they are in the process of uh, building a ship. It'll be the first ship that will be named after a, um, a gay civil rights leader, um, Harvey Milk. Uh, so it's being built now. They think it's gonna be delivered uh, next year. Um, and it's going to uh, be here in Norfolk, and um, that's that's pretty cool. Um, you know, there's a, a yeah. series of ships that are going to be named for civil rights leaders, but but this is this is a first. Uh, so the USNS Harvey Milk uh, will be housed uh, over here in Norfolk, and it's what they do. I don't know if you know about Military Sea Lift Command, but they support the other Navy ships, and so that's what it'll be. You know, be there for. That is amazing. I love that. That's great. Yeah, that, that's Joey's, you know. Oh, I was fired. <laughs> he was fired. Okay. Yeah, so he, he sort of knows about the. That's, a, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christian, for being on the show. Thanks for talking to us and thanks for educating us about some really important things that everybody just really needs to know. Yeah, absolutely. Don't forget, go to harbor.org and get your Bush Gardens tickets for September. And that's H R B O R without yeah, that. That's right. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining us, Christian. Great to talk to you. Thank you.